Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Next on The Californians. There's a breathtaking spot in this great land of ours where the mountains descend to the sea in more wondrous beauty than words can express. And my loved one did wait there for me. And now for news of our own West Coast, we take you to Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, and you don't need that love. Los Angeles, Los Angeles, KFI AM 640, Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. Good morning. Welcome to your Sunday. I will... Uh, Let's just start with letting you know that today is an exciting day. Cyclavia happens today, and we'll give you all the details about that. We'll also have on Dr. Ranjay Rastogi from the UCLA kidney event. We'll find out what's happening there. Let's talk about some breaking news, though. One dead, 14 injured in a shooting incident that happened at a Cincinnati nightclub. Uh, This happened early this morning. There was a shooting at about 1 o'clock in the morning. Cincinnati Police Department uh, let uh, informed ABC that this is large. It's complicated. It's a complicated homicide. At this point, they have multiple witnesses uh, that they're interviewing, and but they have nobody right now in custody. There's been no indication that this incident has has you know is terrorism related, and we'll keep you updated. You know, yesterday yesterday you might have heard about this. There is there is a pro Trump rally in California. <laughs> And apparently some fights broke out. Supporters of Donald Trump holding a rally on a popular Southern California beach, I guess, got into a little brawl. Four people were arrested is what uh, they're saying. Multiple fights broke out. At least one Trump supporter was doused with pepper spray. When pro-Trump demonstrators marching along Bolsa Chica State Beach, which is a beautiful beach, by the way, they encountered a small group who was opposed to the Republican president who had gathered to denounce the rally. And uh, they just went at it. The f- The fights appeared to start early in the afternoon when around a dozen anti-Trump protesters dressed in all black refused to move from the bike path. You know, they're standing there. People are going by in the bike path and nope, we're not going to move. And they um, they then just started to go at it. The confrontation then escalated into a fight with more skirmishes, which broke out very quickly. At least one person was pepper sprayed by an anti-Trump protester, and they estimated around 2,000 Trump supporters flocked to that beach. They flocked to that coastline there located south of the Oceanside at Huntington Beach, and there's video up, and there's a lot of bad words. So with that being said, you know, you'll, ha- you'll be on your own if you'd like to watch this video, but that happened yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday was a big day. A lot of stuff happening, including uh, including a little joke that happened. Well, not okay. So this was going crazy on Twitter. Paul Ryan, did you hear about this? The Republican bill yesterday, 
All right. That would have repealed tax penalties for people who go without health care, who rolled back federal insurance standards. Okay, this was a big failure for Paul Ryan. He exited the White House in defeat and took no questions as he stepped into his black SUV. Within moments, the muffled sounds of Papa Roach's last resort was heard blaring from inside the car as he drove away. Can we can we play a little uh, Papa Roach? Just to cut my life into pieces. This is my right. last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Okay. Don't give a fuck. Give a All right. That's a clean version there. Brent. Producer Brent. Thank goodness. Yes. You're familiar with Pop Roach? Yes. You're familiar. Okay. Now, now, now here's the thing. This was a fake news story. This, this was not, this was not real. No, it wasn't. But it went wild on Twitter. I mean, the tweets that came out, oof, the kicker of the New York Times story. That was one of the uh, the tweets there. And this all started uh, as a story that happened by him exiting his, you know, getting getting shut down, getting in his SUV. And that was the, the big headlining story. Now, nothing was said from Papa Roach about this. Nobody's actually heard of do you, a lot of people don't even know who Papa Roach is. They were a band from they're a band from California. Yeah, I think they had that last resort, which happened in what two thousand. It's been a long time. It has been a long time, and um, they actually have a response. They do. They did. They were pre- that band was resurrected about a few hours ago due to this fake news story. You might not have heard of Papa Roach, but now you know who Papa Roach is because of this, you know, Paul Ryan story here. And so Papa Roach says, this is so great. They say, when we feel defeated, we listen to Paul Ryan. (laughs) But in all seriousness, okay. And and this is exactly what they wrote in. And I thought about this as well. They write, but seriously, Last Resort was written about suicide. If anyone is feeling defeated, get help at 1-800-273-TALK. So, you know, they, they cleared that up and they, they actually made the comment. But, um, yeah, that, that, that happened yesterday. I just, you know, I <laughs> just how do these fake news stories start? Well, that's a good question, and that's why we're covering it, because this get, this went viral, and a lot of people actually believed this. They did. I had friends asking me yesterday, oh my gosh, did you hear about Paul Ryan listening to Papa Roach? I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, you know, we're talking about it here. Um, it just, it's it's amazing how a fake news story gets going and people start believing it. True. Well, I, you know, so anyway, so with that being said, that is not uh, that is not a true story. He did not get in his car and listen to that. You know, uh, again, we want to remind you that coming up today, we have the we'll, we'll be talking about Ciclavia and also something that was really, really interesting is I never I never realized that Friday rush hour is actually the most dangerous time for LA drivers. I would have thought I'd been 3 a.m. on a Sunday. Same here. I would have thought exactly, or I would have thought maybe 3 a.m. on a Friday night, but no, you know, if, if you're sitting in traffic, okay, around five o'clock, once that sits, hits five o'clock, people start thinking about freedom. You start thinking of your, your mind goes to those places where you're starting to think about, 
Uh, what am I going to do for dinner? Where am I going to go? Who's going to watch the kids? Your mind starts going into those places and you sort of, you get, you get into that daze. So the, the ups, the, the Friday evening thing is while rush ha- rush hour happens every weekday, that period between five and seven is the most dangerous time to drive on LA freeways, according to crosstown traffic. They um, they've done a study on this and they've analyzed that more people have accidents during that hour because not because, you know, they're just crashing their car because they're they're not paying attention. Their minds are in other places. And if you go into the deeper figures, they say that 17 percent of Friday collisions totaling right now, 4,995 have taken place between 5 and 7 p.m. And again, most dangerous time of the day for drivers. So uh, keep that in mind. Try and stay focused. All right. Once again, I'm Hudson Hot in for Elizabeth Espinosa. We'll check in Rocio Rivera in the newsroom. I feel it Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hod. Oh, what an exciting morning because, you know, we're going to be we're going to be talking with the folks about biking, cyclovia, that this is a great day to get out and do something. They're closing the streets down. We'll give you all the information about that. We'll also talk to Dr. Anjay Rastogi. But, you know, this, this we're, we're about to get into a story that you might have heard about ah, going back to February 7th. This is a crazy story. This happened actually in Pasadena, and the reason we're talking about it right now is Pasadena police detective have finally released the video of the man who caused an explosion at the Cheesecake Factory, and they're offering a reward of up to $20,000. Have you ever been to uh, that the Cheesecake Factory there on California, on uh, Colorado? Uh, not that particular one. No, I've been there. I it is good. It is some good food. They're all good. They're all good. But but I guess finally they've released this video, which is up on our website. And go take a look because $20,000 is dangling in front of your face there. KFIAM640.com if you want to see the video. Um, but this happened on uh, Thursday, February 2nd. That is when they responded to a call of an explosion at a cheesecake factory at 2 West Colorado Boulevard. And they're saying the the male is described as possibly Hispanic, Middle Eastern, about six feet tall, heavy beard, wearing black clothing and a black beanie. But again, if you can uh, go and take a look at that video, $20,000, KFIAM640.com. So they're looking for him now. The reason I'm bringing this up is it takes us to Reggie the Alligator. Come on. Now, Reggie the Alligator. Hector, do you know who Reggie the Alligator is? Hector, do you know? No, but I may find out right now. Okay. Brent, producer Brent, Reggie the Alligator. Oh, well, back in 2005, there was this alligator in Machado Lake. And... Mm -hmm. Supposedly, it was a pet of a past cop that just dumped the alligator because it got too big, dumped him in the lake. And it turned out that he became like this sort of icon. People was like, oh, yeah, we have Reggie sighting. And people were looking for Reggie. Exactly. Here's a funny thing. Like during that time, Steve Irwin, Irwin was still alive and he actually volunteered to go and catch the alligator, which didn't happen. He eluded 
capture for about a couple of years or so. I, people kept think people kept having these Reggie the alligator sightings. Exactly, but, but nobody could catch them. Right? Okay. Well, they so, had T-shirts. I mean, Reggie's a big deal. He is a big. This guy's a big deal. He was hard to capture. But so now, um, what I wanted to to inform you here is that, ladies, Reggie is now off the market. After. <laughs> After two years of hiding and, you know, people trying to capture this guy, they finally have caught him. And he is a bachelor no more. He's now with his new companion, Tina. Tina and Reggie have grown close after a little bumpy introduction. And the Los Angeles Zoo says that uh, it's looking bright for these two. So he's found his woman at the zoo. They announced Wednesday uh, after moving Tina, the female alligator friend, into Reggie's bachelor pad. They're getting along great. They initially did not see eye to eye, but now they're sharing a happy habitat after recently awaking from, you know, a little hibernation, cold-blooded, the things that cold-blooded animals do. Um, But it seems like things are going great. Could there possibly be little you know, Reggie's running around. This is the first time because uh, they've introduced a lot of other females for Reggie, but he never bit. Wait, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he never, right. But I understand. It's a big deal, especially for the people at the L.A. Zoo, which we have on all the time on this show. So, yeah, they're really big in conserving animals. And what I love you. that. I just love that. And they, they say that you can um, you can go by and you can see him at the L.A. Zoo. You can see him swimming and floating and sunning themselves. They're laying on the rocks together. Doesn't that sound like a good time? That I mean, but I love the fact that, that there there were T-shirts made, uh, you know, and there's an there's actually a website that was made just for Reggie the alligator. That to me just blows my mind that he this guy is so loved. So it's only it only seems right that they find him Tina the uh, the love of his life. Oh, by the way, I just refreshed um, in Cincinnati. Now it's fifteen injured. Fifteen so injured, up. but again, they're still they still have no uh, they haven't captured anyone. They have no no one to to grab. Um, we'll keep you updated on this. That is just again, but not terror terrorist related. No, not at this time. No. Wow. Okay, that's just well. We'll again. We'll we'll keep you updated to that. You know, you 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 and I were talking about this earlier before we started the show, and I had said something about HOV, and you had. Prior to this, had never heard of HOV, what HOV is. No, I haven't. Okay, HOV, all right, I'm going to give you the full details of what the HOV, it's high occupancy vehicle systems, better known as to everybody else, the carpool lane. For some reason, everyone here calls it the carpool lane, but now they're they're calling it the HOV lane. And, and the reason I'm bringing that up is, uh, Metro's considering tighter rules right now for the carpool lane. They, de- they, they talked about this on Thursday and they voted on ways to improve, you know, traffic flow and sluggish carpool lanes with excess lanes on the freeways, including increasing the number of passengers required for vehicles to use the carpool lanes, in- increasing the number. Now, do you, do you ever have another person in the vehicle with you when you, when you're driving or do you ever get to take the carpool lane? I, I never really get the chance. I usually um, commute by bike or bus or something like that. Well, mm. the, well, they say roughly that two thirds of the state's HOV lanes were, you know, downgraded between July, according to a report from the California Department uh, Department of Transportation, 
And they say that the report recommended improving speeds in slow moving lanes by metering certain HOV lanes or even, you know, converting them into standard lanes. So, I, you know, I, I, I personally am somebody who always has another individual with me always in the car. And I, I totally take full advantage. Rosie, what do you think about this? What do you think about the, you know, increasing the number of people? I think it's a bad idea because it's hard enough to, you know, have someone else in your car anyways. Like everyone just drives themselves everywhere. So for you, okay, so right now I'm sitting here with two people who both only have one one person in the car. You're never, ever able to take advantage of that. Never, never. Well, and if they if they make you add a third person in the car, who's going to, you know, who's going to use that? It's going to be empty all the time. All the time. Even more empty than they are now. I mean, it, and it is. And, and for me, because I do have somebody a lot of the times in the car, I notice that I'm I'm like, yes, thank goodness I've got a kid in the car with me today. Do dogs count? <laughs> dogs and wish? mannequins do not count. Don't you wish? But we'll see how that rolls. But the Red Line subway could actually extend into South L.A. So this could be something if you're somebody who rides a subway. Uh, they had a meeting on Thursday, which they're they're they're. They're possibly going to extend the Red Line subway south between Vermont Avenue all the way to 125th Street. So this could this could make a difference as well. There's different options for dedicated bus lanes on the street. I mean, they're trying to really, you know, make it easier for folks who are driving to get to their destinations. But are you ready for the autonomous car? That is this. I I have a I have such a, a fear of. A self-driving car, and I don't know why. Because I mean, they're they're, do, they're doing all these studies on on the cars these days. How do you feel about the autonomous car? Do you feel like I think it's a fantastic idea? Um... With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One, it regulates the flow of traffic. Correct. Which is fantastic. Two, it puts the safety element. It, it automates the safety element. It takes that sort of element of the driver, which is which it could be random, basically. Well, well, you know, they they do say that California has great reason to welcome this, you know, autonomous car, the self driving car, because three thousand people die on the roads every single year, and self driving cars could actually eliminate human error. That causes 90% of those crashes. And we had talked about this early. I mean, even the human error where it's a Friday night between 5 and 7 on an L.A. freeway, they're saying that is the most dangerous time uh, to drive because your mind is elsewhere. You're thinking about where you're going, what you're going to do over the weekend. Uh, what am I going to make for dinner? Who's going to watch, you know, the kids tonight? Am I going to do a date night? Are we going to go movies? You know, it, it's that kind of thing. So this is where the self-driving cars come into play and this is where they're showing the research that you know 3000 people are dying in car accidents every year and this could have this could really save if you save fact lives. yeah absolutely so you have the self-driving cars you have well LA is making big big steps is sort of taking away the sort of stress of the freeway they really and are and the red line extension is not going to happen if it does get enacted it's not going to be till 20 years from now right that 
A little bit too late, but it's happening now, which is great. It is great. Um, I, I'm excited though to to actually get into one of these cars. Would you Would you be uh, the guinea pig and do like you know the testing for one of these cars? Absolutely. See, I think I would too. Part of me is afraid. Rosea, Rosea, Rocio, <laughs> Rocio. <laughs> oh. Would you do it? Would you get it? Would no. you be? You wouldn't be a beta tester for one of no. these? No. Did you, did you guys hear the story I just read at uh, my quarter that Uber's halting their testing for self-driving cars in Arizona because someone crashed into one of those cars and it rolled over? So, Ooh. well, no I mean, they've got to work. <laughs> see, that's the thing is they've got to work out these bugs, but the only way that they're going to work these out is by getting them on the road with people, True. you know, and then there's no other way. They Are they going to self-drive themselves? And so... Speaking, yes, they are, but you still need somebody inside the vehicle. Okay, Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. Let's get to Rocio Rivera in the newsroom. Six forty Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. I'm Hudson Hot. You know, as I came into work this morning. <laughs> And, I, and I'm looking at this news story. It made me think that um, I have a I have a son. I have a 15 year old son who's fast asleep, drooling on his pillow. And I, as I as I'm reading this story, there is um, millennials. They have found a new solution to the high rents. Okay, and and I and this came across my mind this morning. I don't see my son moving out when he's 21 years old. And I only say this because. This kid is, he's, he's an actor. That's what he does. And now with the price of rents, it's, 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 I don't even know how, how anyone can afford to live. Brent? It, well, when you look at the average, the average in March of this year was $1,440. That's an average. That's the average. Hector, you're a millennial. How are you, how are you affording to live? Uh, living at home, unfortunately. See, okay. there you go. There's our demographic. Okay, you know where I'm going now. I'm going to Rocio. Rocio? Yes. Can I ask you, what do you pay in rent? Oh, man. Um, we actually live in a rent controlled apartment. So, oh, uh, she's so lucky. You yeah. are so that's lucky. That's what you have to do is you need to find yourself a rent controlled place. They still raise your rent every year, but, but not a lot. Not a lot. Like, I think the max is 3% per year. You will never leave that place. Never until we buy property, which will be like never. That, it's impossible. <laughs> and that, and that's what this story is saying. But like Hector, Hector, when do you plan on moving out? When I got enough money. Okay. See, but here that this is this is what they say. They say that Los Angeles rents are some of the worst in the nation. And it's really even difficult to say just to wrap your brain around trying to purchase a home here. I mean it, you have to have a large enough down payment. You have to have the most immaculate credit, as you know. I mean, it's this is hard. It's hard to even save up when you're when just the rent alone. There's how do you save? How do you save money if you're paying two thousand dollars a month for rent? That's how where can, your parents come in. That's it's like that's how most people my age have homes. Their parents give them money. Yeah, and that's it. But uh, you know, we're we're in a totally different time right now where parents are struggling on their own. Um, let me just, I want to go here because there is, um, some more information here that says that 41.5% of millennials either still live at home or they've moved out and they can't afford it. So they've actually moved back home. I mean, that, that's where we're at right now in this world. And how, do, how are you ready to have, you know, 
a 25 year old living with you? When is that moment where you get that, that moment of peace where you're never when you're no, see, that's it. We want to be not having to do your laundry. We want to not have to constantly cater to your every whim and need. But I thought mothers love doing that. (laughs) We do. I want to tell you. Okay, they do tell you that. And yes, we love you. But we also look for that moment, that that ray of hope when you are out of the house and you're supporting yourself. But it's how can you when the rent is so high unless you live in a rent-controlled building? Right. I mean, you know, there's some numbers here that are just, uh, you know, they're they're saying that 54 percent of male. 54 percent of men under the age of 21, between 18 and 21, still live at home. They don't really have any any time to make extra income, so they're not going to leave. They are not going to leave. They're going to stay at their mom's house. And, you know, compared to other states, California we've got the highest number and it's because of the, the, the cost of living. Now, how would you feel about having a guy you're dating who still lives with his mom? Um, awkward. Would you feel good about going, going over? We're going to go no. over, come on. Cause how do you even, I probably a- wouldn't date him for very long. You wouldn't No. So, but, but you know, you have to under, you have to think about this, right. You know, regardless if, you know, he's a great guy and everything and he's trying, he's out there, but he's just not making enough. Does that, does that matter to you? It Will that matter? Yeah. I mean, it matters, but you may, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I would, I would probably move on. <laughs> this, it, and here's the other thing. That's why it's hitting the millennials so hard. They have a relatively high percentage of unemployment. Yeah. Like right here, I'm reading 8.7%. 87 the no, the the numbers just came out as far as unemployment in LA in LA um, dropped under five percent. Actually, it's four point eight to be exact. So it's a disproportionate amount of millennials that are unemployed right now. So that's another hit. So do you know that there's even there's a percentage that says the millennials that are living at home only have a high school the the, the amount the percentage of millennials that are living at home only thirty two point four percent of them have a high school diploma. That's understandable when you look at the the other thing that's hitting them is student loans as well. Yeah, and college tuition too. And tuition, tuition. as well. Tuition. So it's it's a lose lose situation. It's for expensive these guys. to live. It is expensive. So what do we do? How do we how do how do you fix this? How do you get more millennials out of the house into a job? You know, to, I mean, what? How do you do this? This article actually refers to millennials should think more communally. Um, three people to a single bedroom or something like that, which sounds delicious. That's just unfortunate. Yeah, but it looks like that's their only option if they want to live. In would this. you now? Would you live with? Okay, do you ha, do you share a home right now with other people? With my wife. Okay, with your wife. But no, would you take a person? Oh, let's <laughs> no. just say Hector. No, no, hold on. No, no, no. You won't, you would let Hector come on and move in with you guys. To I supplement? like Hector as a person, but no, no. Hector's shaking his head. I'm not living with Brent. Rocio? Somebody take Hector, please. Well, please. I mean, I'm just like a little kid in the box. I do have a garage. Okay. But, you know, but, the, but these are the things that, you know, as, as you're sitting here going, yep, I've got a 15-year-old or I've got a 12-year-old, chances are that your child might not be moving out until they're at least 25, 26, 27, depending upon 
what they're doing and where they're working in life. And it seems that a lot of them right now, the 32% of millennials, you know, have diplomas. That That's a big gap. It is. And so, you know, there, there's, there's something to be said about this. Um, either we've got to somehow balance out our cost of living, make it more affordable, find more rent-controlled buildings. All right, we got lots to talk about this morning. Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. We'll go to the newsroom with Rocio Rivera. AM 640. Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. Okay, so my bracket is completely shot now. UCLA lost to Kentucky on Friday night. I'm out of it. I am out of it, but I'm actually in it because I'm excited that we get a chance to speak from UCLA. Dr. Rastogi, who is the professor of medicine, and he's over at UCLA, and his specialty is kidney and blood pressure. Dr. Rastogi, good morning. Yes, yes, I'm here, Hudson. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you yes. perfect. Good very morning. Good. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Hudson, for having me on this, on, on this, this very important call. I, oh, well, I really appreciate that. Well, Dr. Rastogi, tell me exactly what is... Okay, we're getting ready for the UCLA Kidney Health Fair. Now, yes. what is your background? So, so Hudson, I'm I'm a kidney specialist um, and also a blood pressure specialist. I'm also a pharmacologist. My PhD is in pharmacology. And uh, today's event that you mentioned uh, at Santa Monica Beach is to increase kidney awareness. And uh, you would ask me why? Why do we need to have this event? Yes. So, let me just go over a bit what problem we have right now in the U.S. about kidneys. So, kidneys don't get as much attention or don't get any attention as other organs, like breast, prostate, colon cancer. But if you look at patients with kidney disease, their five-year survival is much worse than most of these common cancers, but we don't pay attention to that. Mm. Now, look, let's look at some numbers, and, I, and I'll be going over the event then. 15% of the adult U.S. population has kidney problems, and it's getting worse with time. Diabetes is the most common cause of kidney disease in the U.S. and the, in the Western population. Some other important numbers, about 120,000 new cases of patients with kidney disease start on dialysis. 120,000 cases. Wow. You know, uh, Dr. Astogi, as we get into this, maybe there's somebody who doesn't really understand what is the actual role of the kidney. Wonderful question. That's a great question, Hudson. I'm glad you asked that. So when we think of kidneys, we think of urine, you know, and, and that's great. I mean, that's what the kidneys do. But if you want to look in a very simplistic way what the kidneys do, they purify your blood. They get rid of all the waste products. And it's a very complex organ. It's almost as complex, if not more, as your brain. So all the stuff that you eat and drink and acid-base electrolytes, everything is controlled by the kidneys. They are the controller. But more important than that, they also are very important, what we call hormone source. For example, as simple as vitamin D. You know, we talk about vitamin D all the time. But the vitamin that you ingest, unless they're processed by the kidneys, they're not active. The blood pressure... Kidneys so, are an important cause of high blood pressure. So now what about if somebody takes a vitamin D supplement? Does supplement. That... that will help if your kidneys are working properly. So if your kidneys are not working properly, no matter how much vitamin D you take, they will not be processed. 
Okay, so when your kidneys go wrong, yes, what happens? So when your kidneys go wrong, you your whole body system shuts down. Um, and actually, if your kidneys don't work properly, and what we call advanced kidney disease, you can die. But even before that, it affects your quality of life. It affects your productivity. People are tired. Um, they are not productive, and depression sets in. They get anemic. They get hypertensive, um, so they lose their jobs. They, they go on support system. So kidney disease is, is very prevalent, and once the kidney disease advances, they end up on dialysis. And that's a whole different story than they're going for dialysis, sometimes just to stay alive. Oh, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, though, what are maybe some of the signs, okay, that, some, that, that you know that something's going wrong? Because maybe you think you're healthy. You've never, ever had a problem with your kidney. What are some of the signs, like instant signs that people should say, okay, I need to have this checked? Hudson, you, you're absolutely brilliant. I mean, this is a great question. So, so when we think about kidney disease, you know, these, some of the common signs, you might, be, you might get swollen, uh, you might get headaches from high blood pressure, you might get, you know, fatigued. But what's really important, and one of the points that I want to drive home today, is in majority of cases, kidney disease is asymptomatic till the very end. And the only true way you can really find is by a simple blood test and urine test that you get with your doctor on a regular basis, once a year. And it's, a, it's very inexpensive. Okay. Now, what is, now for somebody who's listening, what yes. does asymptomatic mean? Asymptom means that you have no symptoms. They, they, they don't feel anything. Right. They don't feel anything that that's, is wrong with their body. And they go, and a lot of these cases are, are identified when they go to see their doctor for a pre-op, and they said, oh, we need to do your blood test before your surgery, and then they find out they, they have advanced kidney disease. Now, okay, so now I, I, I'm reading the story that many dialysis patients get unnecessary colonoscopies. Um, yes and no. You know, when, when we look at these, these preventive measures, colonoscopy, breast cancer, screening, prostate cancer, it's case by case. You know, there are general guidelines for the population. And, and we follow them, but also it depends upon your family history. It depends upon your risk factors. So I think it really is important that they talk to their physician and see if there's a need. Um, in our practice at UCLA, we don't do unnecessary. Now, they do need to get their regular screening, and that's for everything. My patients get them all the time, but it's based on the guidelines. If they're getting more than they need, then that's a problem. Now, okay, another question for you is, what about the age range? Can this affect somebody who's in their you know, 30s, or is it later on in life? That's another very good question. So the, the yes, it can affect in the 20s, but, but more important than that, you can be born with kidney disease. And wow. we have babies on dialysis. I mean, babies. Well, I mean, that's they, they heartbreaking, are Dr. Astogi. Very heartbreaking. I mean, and you know, and if, if you come to my dialysis unit, and, and if you come to the event today, there is a kidney zone. We have a spin on that. <laughs> okay, so that it, is it, really, did you think, Dr. Astogi, did you think of that? Yes, yes. Okay, that, that, that was my creation. <laughs> okay, you know what? Right now, I'm giving you a virtual high five because that was brilliant. By the way, once again, we're talking with Dr. Rastogi, professor of medicine at UCLA uh, from the kidney and blood. He's a uh, kidney and blood pressure specialist. And now, are you physically going to be out today at the UCLA Kidney Health Fair? That's my fair. This I'm is, putting it together. You're there. Yes. You, they'll get to my, meet the superstar. Me my, team. my team, yes. No, no. And, and they, it's, it's so... Just about this fair, we did one two years ago, and and um, if I can just say something, why did we do this fair, right? Why oh, yes, event? please, come on. 
So I'm a strong believer. So I, you know, I work at one of the top academic programs in the world. Um, um, I, I have a PhD in pharmacology. Uh, I'm a kidney specialist. But one of the things that I, I really tell my patients and everybody, our job is to prevent you from getting on dialysis and transplant. You know, as we want to provide the best care if you need that, but prevention is very With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Important. So that's one key thing that we want to drive is you need to be your best advocate. And how can you be your best advocate? By being educated, right? You do yeah. the right choices. The, the other thing that I, I really uh, I truly believe in in Hudson, and if you come to the event, I hope you do if you have time, is that, you know, we talk about traditional medicine. You go to a doctor, they give you pills, they give you medications, or they give you some procedure or surgery if, if, if you need that. And that's fine if you need that. But all the other stuff that impacts your life, that we, we don't talk about that much. For example, meditation. I'm a strong believer in, in mind over yes. everything else. I'm, I totally agree. I am all about the meditation and even yoga. You know, I, you know what? So, so Hudson, I don't know if 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 I can send. There is going to be a big yoga component. There's a, a yoga teacher who's been um, featured in uh, LA Yoga and stuff, and she is going to give. She's going to do, do poses, uh, Hudson, that actually are specific for kidney disease, and I didn't know that. And and the and the other thing that I want to mention is normally, you know, I grew up doing yoga. I don't do it any that much anymore. But but my aunt used to take me when I was five years old to to this yoga classes. Uh, 5 a.m. in the morning, which I Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hahn, and yes, we're going to be out at Sicla Via today. It's going to be an amazing day. There's going to be thousands of people out there, whether you're cycling, whether you're skating, whether you're dancing. I would totally get out there and dance. I think I actually might do that today. But there's, I mean, you can run. This is a festival that begins at 9 o'clock this morning, and it's a six-mile route that proceeds all along Washington Boulevard and Washington Place in Culver City before it switches over to Venice Boulevard and South Centinella Avenue. Now, if you're not familiar with what the Ciclavia is, okay, this is an event that is based on an open street festival that originated in Colombia. And and Ciclavias, which I I'm probably not saying it correctly. I'm giving it my best shot. 
Brent over here. Producer Brent is smiling at me. But uh, it means in Spanish, bikeways, which is to promote a cleaner environment. And that is what's happening today. If you've never been to one, well, today is your day, bro, to go because it sounds like this is going to be a great time. All right, let's let's find out from Stephanie Ramirez, who's from the AARP and Tofar, Tofarai Bain, who's a chief strategist. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Okay, so now, Stephanie, what does AARP have to do with Ciclavia? Uh, oh, no. Are you there? We might have lost. We might have lost her. That's okay. You know what? She'll call back. But let me tell you about some of the uh, some of the events that are happening today for Ciclavia. I mean, as you know, this is where Culver City meets Venice. This is an event, again, starts at 9 o'clock this morning. And we're going to be uh, finding out more information, finding out more information. Uh, okay, Stephanie, are you back on there with us? Hi. Hi. I think your phone, is, you must be busy out there this morning. No worries. It's always a it's always a big uh, excitement uh, when we are speaking via Sunday. But ARP is definitely excited to be part of this. Oh. Um, you know, some of the listeners don't know uh, ARP is a, a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization, and our mission is to strengthen communities and promote issues that matter most to families, such as health care. Uh, uh, security, financial security, and personal fulfillment. So, yeah, it's a surprise that we're going to be out in the Open Streets Festival. Uh, but we've been partnering uh, with Ciclovia and uh, par- a partnership with the World Health Organization to help make cities and counties more age-friendly. And so what Ciclovia is doing uh, in providing and uh, more uh, transportation options for people and for folks, uh, older adults and children, people really of all ages, to be able to to reimagine their streets. Uh, that's what our work here locally is all about. Okay, this is some great information. And so you guys will be out there today, and it starts at 9 o'clock. Now, how many years have you guys been doing this? Um, with this is, uh, so far, I, just, I, I believe this is our year. Um, you know, it started off, uh, we were able to, um, well, myself as an Angelino, I always try to go to all the Ciclovia since it first started. Um, but uh, for ARP's involvement, uh, this is their second year, uh, and we've been able to launch a pedicab effort. And so for those folks that might just need a little bit of help uh, being able to move around the different fun activities that are going to be planned in the different hubs along the six-mile route, we have some pedicabs available. And so you can just hail one uh, at the uh, different uh, hubs that will be available today and uh, be able to enjoy the fun. Okay, well, Stephanie, I'm going to look for that while we're out there. Thank you so much. We'll see you out there at Six La Vie. At C- oh, my gosh. Six La Vie. Six La Vie. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Tofar. Uh, Tofar Bain. Am I saying that? You're a Tofar. Tofarai. Tofarai. You're a chief. It's harder than the project name. All right. So, no. So, Tofarai. So, you are actually a chief strategist. Yes. Okay. Yes, and what does that, that mean? I basically, I basically support in the political planning, um, and I and I work on um, working with our sponsors, sponsors and partners to help bring programming to the event 
Um, I also work with the city politi- you know, political processes to help make sure that, you know, we are as um, the least impactful as possible and, you know, as vibrant as possible in events. Okay. And what, what is the process of making, you know, a Ciclavia yeah. event? What is that? Yeah, no worries. Um, we, we basically work really closely with city officials. So we are a city, like a public-private partnership. Um, the city councils ask us to pro- program the event in their neighborhoods. And also community residents sometimes um, talk to their council people or talk to the mayors about doing the event in their area. Um, then we work really closely with city officials to identify a route that, that has the least amount of impact on residents but has the most benefit towards commercial districts and also towards cultural, towards cultural institutions. Um, and then we I get down on the ground. We work really close to your residents. We door knock every door along the route. Um, we do community Wow. Meetings. I mean, um, I... Yeah, this, it takes like a year, roughly two years, two years for a new route, even like about a year for. Well, this is a very down. popular route. This is, I mean, this is this is back. This is the how many? The, yeah, what? this is our third. This is our third time on this route. The first time we did it was actually from downtown to to Venice Beach, right. but that was a little and that was a little hard for us. So we decided to scale it back a little bit, and we might, we might do that long one again. Though it was really fun. And there's so many great time. places to you know stop by as you're out and about. Things that you probably have never done before because you're usually driving, right? You know, people this time as you're walking biking, skateboarding, however, you know, you're going to be getting around today. I mean, there's so many great places to stop by and just take yeah. a look, see, right? Yeah. I mean, this is a really unique part of Los Angeles. Every part, every part of LA is kind of unique. Um, this part of it, you know, Culver City, Mar Vista, Venice Beach, these are, these are little nooks of Los Angeles that, that highlight different parts of the beach communities. Um, there's all kinds of restaurants along the way. Um, like there's a beautiful, beautiful farmers market in Mar Vista that is one of the, I think one of the best in the city. Frankly, really? um, yeah. I mean, there's the skate, there's a skateboard park and the mural, the mural on walls in Venice Beach. Um, you know, there's and then there's so many little areas like Abbey Kinney, you know, and um, oh yeah, Porter that's Ab- a that's Porter a great Ar- area. Yep. Yeah, there's just like lots of little, you know, at, at parts, you know, palms. There's so many parts of the city that folks don't necessarily visit. We always drive through so much of the city at, you know, 40, 50, if we, if we want to, 60 miles per hour. And then this is an opportunity to slow down, really appreciate, you know, the culture of our city and really see people. You know, I think Los, our, our event tends to look like Los Angeles. But if we look at our demographic spread, it's just like the ethnic spread of the city, the age spread of the city. And so seeing folks out in the sun, having a great time, enjoying the city, enjoying each other, it's, it's one of those kind of little magical, re, you know, reintroductions to a city that we know really well, you know. And I think that sometimes it can help people to, to like go, go about the next day after the event, looking at the city with a little bit more of a gleam in their eye, a little bit refreshed. About you know going back to the urban the urban um you know struggles. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is, I mean I'm telling you this is one of the events that uh, I mean this is a way to get people out and about. I mean like there's just certain places that I want to wa- I want to be able to like stop my bike and look at like the Washington Building, you know, or yeah. even like the Kirk Douglas Theater. I'm, you know, oh, you that's beautiful, right? It's beautiful, and you just I just you just I mean there's so many great things to see, and until you really get up close and and personal with it, become one. This is like the best way to do it because usually we're in a car and we're driving we're actually be on a bike or we're gonna be on a skateboard or walking or dancing exactly exactly and i want to emphasize it's not just for bikers you know our event is very much about almost a block party it's almost like a, a big park for a day so you know there's a lot of bikes obviously it's one of the best ways to get through seven miles obviously but skateboards walking we, we have pedestrian zones only you know there's definitely a lot of activities no matter if you own a bike or not 
no matter your mode of transportation. As long as there's no gas in it, we're cool with it. Okay. And just, you know, and just, and just go and just go kind of slow and just hang out and you know and just enjoy enjoy the city and just come out. You can just walk and just hang out in one area if you want. And we definitely have people who walk the seven miles back and forth easy. Um, and come yeah. home and just walk it. Um, they call it walk la via often. <laughs> I love that. Well, and, and the thing is too is I mean it's not a race. Okay, that's that it's people should know that. Keep that in mind. But I mean, be aware of your surroundings because there are going to be bikers mm-hmm. and there's going to be people who have the freedom to whiz by, and that's part of the excitement for them is you know you don't have to worry about anything because the streets are closed and you're going to want to you know cruise. So, but just be but, aware of your surroundings. And, I would and, recommend. And, and, and before we get off, I just want to make sure to point out for folks that we also, the event has crossing points. Cars can cross this event safely. We have we work with trans, transit officials and the LAPD, and we have tons of volunteers to make those safe. And cars can traverse the event. So it's not like the marathon where it really chokes things up. This is an event that tries to be as least impactful as possible because it's really about public space. And what about, about making ro- more space for more people? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I do know that you, uh, I, I was looking on the website and it seems that you have so many volunteers and whatnot. How does somebody get involved for next year to be part of this? Yeah. I mean, the, the key thing is going to our website. We do, we are very much a volunteer. I mean, you know, we have staff and we have, um, you know, paid folks, but the volunteers are a lifeblood organization. They help to, they just, they hang out at our intersections. They vibe check. Um, and the way you get involved with that, we often take community groups that they want to help take over an intersection or individuals who just want to show up. You go to our website. Um, there's a link for volunteers. You sign up and it shows all the roles. Um, we have training sessions for that. Um, we'll roll you into our next event. Um, so, and sometimes well, it's also sort of a ladder within our volunteer program and folks get really engaged with us. And we definitely have folks who started off volunteering with us who now work with us very regularly in our staff. And so well, well so. I definitely, I, definitely. Wait, I, I, and I would be reminisced if I didn't also talk about uh, ARP is also going to have a lot of volunteers uh, in our uh, zone. So we're actually also going to be at the Mar Vista Farmers Hub. So if you have an opportunity to stop by, we're hosting a classic game uh, zone. So uh, what Tafari was talking about, if you just want to have a chill day, grab some coffee, play some board games, uh, come and visit AARP uh, and some of our volunteers in the That's awesome. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know what, cool guys, it's, that, that is cool. And I will absolutely be doing some volunteering for you folks. I love this. This is a great event. Tofari, uh, Chief Strategist, and Stephanie Ramirez from AARP, an Associate State Director for the community. I want to thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you out there today it begins today at what time at 9 a.m sharp but you know you can show up early the streets start opening at 8 a.m you can just come hang out and the pre- we'll be doing a press event our launch sort of event at, at in culver city okay culver city. you'll find us we'll see you out there kfi am 640 sunday mornings with elizabeth espinosa my name is hudson hot we'll check in with rocio rivera in the newsroom you were about to say perez i was <laughs> <laughs> call back from last week <laughs> Spanish actor Antonio Banderas. KFI AM 640. Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. It's all about Ciclavia this afternoon. Well, actually, this morning, let me let me just tell you about some of these street closures before we go over to Dave Sotero. I will tell you that Main Street, okay, from Venice Way to Market Street will be closed at 8 a.m. until 5.30. Now, all of the road closures that I'm about to give you will all start at 8 a.m. this morning and will reopen at 5.30. With that being said, you have uh, Windward Avenue. 
Rivera to Speedway. Windward Circle will be closed. Grand Avenue. Uh, it'll be closed from Venice Boulevard to Windward Circle. Streets closed again. Venice Boulevard, Grand Boulevard to Grandview Boulevard. Centinella, uh, Venice Boulevard to Washington Place. Washington Place, Centinella Avenue to Tilden Avenue. Washington Boulevard, Tilden Avenue to Watesca Avenue, Culver Boulevard, Watesca Avenue to uh, Canfield Avenue, and Washington Boulevard will be closed as well, Canfield Avenue to National Boulevard. These will all shut down at 8 a.m. They will reopen at 5.30, so just keep that in mind. Let's check in with Dave Sotero, who is the, um, he's with the LA Metro Communications Manager. And Dave, you're out there today, aren't you? I will be shortly after this interview. After this interview. So, oh, so now no pressure on me here. I'm, I'm keeping you from doing what you do best. Okay, uh, so, no so tell me, what, what's the, what part do you play uh, in, you know, the Ciclavia event today? Well, Metro has a number of really good bike programs, and our Open Streets program is one of them. Uh, we fund Open Streets programs throughout the county, and we're funding the Ciclavia this morning. Uh, the goal is to get uh, new people to try bicycling and discover the city in a new way and use transit to get there. This is a. I I am personally somebody who, if I can bike there, I bike. I this is this has been my motto for years. It's why uh, why why ride when you can roll? That's absolutely. It's uh, you know if if you can uh, get some place that is a short distance, you really don't, really really don't need to burn fossil fuels to make that trip. You can either walk or you can bike. You could use transit. Uh, so it's really a way to try to reduce the number of trips that are made in LA County. Uh, exclusively, exclusively by automobile. We're trying to spread those trips out, and it's really good for the environment, and it helps us keep L.A. moving. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. How old is the Metro Bike Share? How, how, how old is this program? Well, we officially launched the Bike Share program in July of last year. Mm-hmm. We started in downtown L.A., and we have goals to move to other parts of L.A. County. In fact, by this summer, we should have three. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. New bike share uh, locations opening up in the port of L.A., Pasadena, and Venice. But overall, our goal is to uh, have uh, up to 4,000 bike share bikes working in L.A. County in the coming years. So it's it's a big program, and we're rolling it out step by step. Yeah. Okay. So now you're going to have bikes out there today, and you're actually going to be offering free bike safety classes, correct? Yeah, we'll be offering bike safety classes. We're actually going to have two temporary bike share stations at Ciclovia today. So even if you don't have a bike, you can still ride the route thanks to Metro. This is fantastic. And how much does it cost to to ride the bike? Well, we have pretty uh, simple uh, options for bike share. Uh fitting pretty much every need. So, I mean, if you wanted to purchase a, a yearly pass, you could do that for just $40. Wait, if for the you, entire year? 
for the entire year, yes. Oh, that's brilliant. What Do you get a card, a badge? What do you get? How do, how do people know? Well, I think what, what makes our program unique is that you can actually use the same uh, card, whether you're using bike share or you're using the transit system. So it's very convenient for people. And that's actually the first uh, transit fare of its kind in the country. Mm, this is, okay, so now uh, another thought that I'm having, and because I'm ve- this is very new to me. So w- let's just say I take the bike from one hub. Do I have to bring it back to that hub, or can I bring it to a different hub? Well, right now we have bike share in downtown Los Angeles. We have about uh, 61 different bike share stations throughout the downtown area. So the idea would be pick up your bike at one location, go where you need to go, and then deposit the bike at a station that's near where you're going to be going. So you don't have to return it to the exact same location if you don't want to. That is brilliant. This is such a this is so great. I really hope more more people, you know, decide to start using the the bike share. Now, what do you do with theft? How do you how do you curb some of that? Well, actually, theft is not really an issue with bike share. Uh, we've seen that across the systems nationwide. There's quite a few bike share programs in existence. L.A. was not the first, but because we're considered the car capital of the world, uh, you know, it is important that we have brought it to Los Angeles to try to remove the perception that L.A. is the exclusive domain of the automobile. But uh, theft is not an issue. You know, you do need a credit card to be able to take advantage of the bike share system. So if you decide you want to steal that bike, yeah. your your credit card is on file and we would. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, a, that's that not my, 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 I wasn't really concerned with like people stealing the bike from like where you lock it up if you're running in to grab a coffee. My concern was, you know, if somebody's, you know, saying, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the bike share and they just leave with the bike, you know, but uh, yeah, if you've got their credit card information. Uh, okay. Today. So where can folks come out and take advantage of the safety classes? Uh, there are several hubs along the way of the Ciclavia route this morning between Culver City and Santa Monica. Uh, we will have uh, bike safety classes at those hubs. So pretty much when you're riding the route, you're going to go through these hubs anyway. Look for the Metro booth, and that's where we will have information about bike share, about our other uh, Metro bike programs, as well as safety classes. Love it. Dave, I want to thank you so much. I know you've got to uh, get on, get rolling this morning, okay? Dave Sotero from LA Metro. He's a communications manager. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, and we'll see you out at Ciclavia. It's Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot, KFI AM 640. We'll go to Rosio Rivera. But what did you do? What did you say? Or did you walk or did you run away? Where are you now? Where have you been? Did you go alone or did you bring a friend? Out of the sun, having fun, feeling free. And I can tell you know how hard this life can be. But you keep on smiling for me. Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. We were just, we've been talking about Ciclavia. It's a big event. It's shutting down a lot of roads. I'm going to give you some information on how to get there, where to park, because, you know, maybe you're going to do the ride. You're going to do the the ride share. You're going to use the Metro ride share. That is such a great program that they have, really, where you can just rent the bike for $40 for the entire year and use that 
super convenient. You might want to think about doing that. But if you're trying to get around, if you're in Marina Del Rey, there's some open parking areas um, in Marina Del Rey at the Via Marina and Marquesas Way is where you can park there. Uh, Abbott Kinney, you can park at California and Electric uh, 580 California Avenue. These are open lots again. We're making it super easy for you to park and go and start your day at Ciclavia 2017 with us. Um, Millwood and Electric, uh, 1511 Electric Avenue. If you're in Venice, you can park at Pacific and 17th, Pacific and Windward, Rose and Navy, Speedway and Market. You can also park at Speedway and Venice. Speedway and Sunset, Venice Beach Parking. That's 200 North Venice Beach. That's always such a busy area. If you've been down there, that is always in Venice. I love it. Such a it's such a fun time. And you've got Washington Boulevard and the Venice Pier. If you want more information and detailed maps, they've really gone out of their way this year at Ciclavia to make it easy for you to get around, whether it's taking the metro, whether it's, you know, parking your vehicle. You can go to ciclavia.org. Or you can go to our website, which we've got everything. That's really the best place for you to go. You can always go to KFIAM640.com. I recommend you do that. But, you know, uh, with the Ciclavia happening today, you know, what about if you're taking a ton of selfies because you're 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 walking, you're riding, and you're taking so many pictures, and maybe you've got music on, maybe you've got us on, you're you're listening to KFI, your phone's gonna die. Well, I was I was concerned. What what do you do, right? Do you have to carry one of those backup chargers? No. What they're gonna have out today uh is they're gonna have one of these charging stations where you can go over to LADWP. They'll have a solar trailer. And why not let the sun power up your phone? Some of the cool events you can do, we actually had Stephanie on from AARP, and she informed us that they're actually going to be offering up some of the free, you know, um, the free games, right? You can. There's going to be a fun zone over there, but also there's going to be one of those petty rides where you can you can go for a ride for free and that. But a lot of a lot of activities happening, even a bike program. Now, Brent, you're you're a bicyclist. I remember you're a biker. Yeah, yeah. Now, when did you start riding your bike? Probably when I was about six. Now, Hector still rides a tricycle from what, you know, <laughs> Hector had said he rode a tricycle. But what about John? John, do you ride a bike? Uh, not anymore. I used to, though, for well, my undergrad. Re- okay. So how how many years ago has it been? Uh, a good four years, maybe five. See, maybe you're six. a perfect candidate to get out there and do the Metro bike ride. You should get a get one of those passes. They're 40 bucks. Uh, it's too expensive. Forty dollars. Yeah, Remember, we just did that story about how millennials okay. are broke and living with we, their parents. We did. Okay, yes. are John? Are you still living at home with your parents? Uh, I live in a side house, but technically yes. But I also live in an apartment for school, so technically no, but technically yes. But yeah. they help pay for my rent. This so, is a yes. callback, by the way, earlier to a story that we had talked about with millennials staying later in life in your home. And so if you've got somebody right now who's 13 years old or even 12 years old, they still qualify as a millennial, okay? And you take a look at them, and they're going to be with you a lot longer than you think. 
just just amazing. It's, it's just because of the rent is so outrageous and high. So in downtown, by the way, let's go back to Ciclavia. In downtown Culver City, they're going to have that uh, a kid's bike safety course. So if you get out there early enough, they're going to be offering up free helmets. I did want to pass that information on to you. But while it, you're going to be out and about, you know, we've had so much rain lately, which is a blessing. It is wonderful. I mean, we finally, you know, have hit, we're, we're not in a drought But with all that rain, it brings the mosquitoes, right? And you're going to be out today doing some walking, some bike riding, whether you're at UCLA for the the kidney fair or you're at Ciclavia. You have to be be aware of the invasion of the large flying insects. Do you know about this, Brent? Yeah, I do. Okay, this because of the rainy weather and the warming temperatures, this has made us a perfect place for bugs. I heard now I'm not an expert on this and I've never sold Avon, but I have used it in the past. And I don't know if it's the odor that I give off, but there is a product called soft scent made by Avon. It's like an oil that you put on. It's like a lotion. Have you have you heard of that? Oh, I love it. Okay, do you know that it it is a bug repellent? Yeah, yeah, the skin's so soft. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and it smells delicious. It smells really (laughs) good, and it could be, I recommend you possibly put that on before you go out today, right? It makes sense. I mean, because right now it seems that, you know, insects are showing up more and more around L.A. homes. I've noticed in my home, which I never have my windows open, I always have the air conditioning on because I struggle with allergies, I even have little tiny bugs somehow getting in. It means I must have a crack in my window. Probably. But the one of the stories, though, was... <laughs> if you could have only seen the I, look. I know, I, I froze, but these bugs, they want they wanted to stress that there's good bugs and bad bugs. Right. So they, they have this image that I'm going to put on the website of a couple of them. They have a mosquito and a crane fly. People get those now, two confused. Okay. Crane so, flies look like huge mosquitoes. It's ginormous. Yes. If there's if it's bigger than a quarter, it's a crane fly and they're completely harmless. So you don't have to kill them. But well, what about the mosquitoes? Mosquitoes are evil and they must die. They are. I now, you know, make sure that again, you know, cuz you do not want these mosquitoes or crane flies breeding. So they thrive on water that's sitting out. So maybe you have like, I know on the side of my sink at home, I have like this little dish where I hold, you know, like one of those Brillo pads. And sometimes there's water, a tiny bit of water that lays in there. That is that is like a hot spot for those flies to meet up and mate and uh, want to want to live in my home. And so make sure you don't have any, you know water laying around but i guess the mosquito is the deadliest creature on the planet mosquito-borne disease is the cause of death in more than one million people every year worldwide again i bring that up because if you are going to be out today the last thing you want is to be bitten up by mosquitoes because it it has been wet here Mm -hmm. you got to get that soft scent skin so soft skin so soft skin so soft I don't even know where you get that, but I believe it's Avon. I'm pretty sure it's yes, Avon. It is it an is. Avon representative. It is Avon. All right. <laughs> KFI AM 640, Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. We'll check in Rocio Rivera. The 24th annual. Police in your dress tangles my neck. How do I
640. Sunday mornings with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. Lots going on today. There's sick Levia that's happening. There's the UCLA Kidney Fair, which, by the way, they will have Spanish-speaking uh, people out today. So just an FYI. But what's on the calendar? What is on the calendar? I'll tell you one cool thing that's happening. We'll check in with DJ Annie Wonder. I love this, Annie. Hey, how's it going? Okay, it's Baby DJ. Baby DJ School. Okay. That's right. This is so L.A. Come on, this is so L.A. Okay, (laughs) what is Baby DJ School, and how do people sign up for this? Okay, so Baby DJ School, it's an interactive music program. It's ages two months to five years. And you can sign up at babydjschoolla.com. We're doing classes in Santa Monica and in Hollywood at Amoeba Music, actually. We, we do classes in the green room there. Okay, this is so awesome. And how old, <laughs> okay, how old of the kid? How old? So we do uh, two months to five years. Wow, you're really it's starting them young, DJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they operate... They operate iPhones already and iPads, so get them get them started early, right? Why not get them started in DJing? I am all down for that. Okay, again, pass out the website one more time for folks. What was that? The website again? The website is babydjschoolla.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can register for either the Santa Monica class or the Amoeba Music class. Okay. DJ Annie Wonder, thank you so much. Who knew there is such a thing called baby DJ? We're talking calendar. As you know, we had on earlier Dr. Rastogi, who's going to be out at the UCLA Kidney Health Fair. Make sure you get out there again. uh, Spanish speaking, you know, there's going to be a kidney zone. There's music. There's raffles. There's everything you need to know about kidney disease and so much information we learned this morning from Dr. Rastogi that I had no idea Kidneys are more than just cleaning your blood, and you'll get a chance to find out all about that. Let's find out about Busted. Scott Schultz, the producer and host of Busted. These are bus stories. I dig this, Scott. Hi, Hudson. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, Busted is having our third anniversary today. Uh, It's true stories about getting around L.A. told by people who don't drive. Uh, So stories that take place on the bus train, uh, bicycling. Uh, we have Joseph Bray Ali, uh, the uh, uh, city council candidate who just got a runoff against Gil Cedillo. Uh, he's telling a bicycle story today. Uh, we have comedians, regular storytellers, and then we invite audience members uh, to come up and share their stories as well. And it's at uh, Stories LA Books in Echo Park, 1716 Sunset Boulevard at 5 p.m. on the back patio. This is such a good, this is so, I, this is so up my alley, Scott. This is so great. Oh my oh, goodness! I wish we had time. Yes, I want. I want to hear. I want to hear all these stories again. Scott Schultz, producer and host of Busted. Thank you so much, Scott. It's our. Thanks. It's our calendar here at KFI AM six forty. All the details, by the way, of everything that's happening, you can always find on our website at kfiam640.com. I do want to remind you that earlier this morning, one person was killed. 14 have been injured in a shooting at a a club at 1 o'clock this morning in Cincinnati. Several victims are undergoing. It's 15 victims now.
15 victims. Uh, there are several victims who are uh, undergoing surgery. Cincinnati Police Sergeant uh, had informed us. And right now they do not have any suspects in custody. They're interviewing witnesses. They're investigating that crime scene. There is a lot of chaos that's happening. Uh, th- this club has never had any kind of challenges in the past. The The nightclub is Cameo Nightclub. And they allow admission to anyone over the age of 18 on Friday nights. They say that this is not an act of terrorism, as they know right now. But at, so right now we're up to 15, 15 people are injured. And again, we'll keep you updated and all the information you can always find on our website at KFI AM 640. It's Sunday morning with Elizabeth Espinosa. My name is Hudson Hot. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.